The Super Balls podcast is meant for an adult uh, audience only. It may contain sexually uh, oriented content. Fuck you, Frank. Please be aware of your surroundings. Listener discretion is advised. Balls podcast and internet radio show coming to you live from Chicago, Illinois. This is Frank. Jeff is not here tonight, but we do have a returning guest, Ryan. How are you, Ryan? All right. Looks like your mic might have dropped out there a little bit. Hold on one second, guys. We got some technical difficulties. <laughs> that might be the problem. Okay. All right. You can hear me now? Yeah, dude, you're perfect. <laughs> All right. Cool. I was not prepared for that, but hey, listen. Hold on, let's see here. Oh. Anyway, so we are coming to you live. Ho- hopefully everybody's having a good night. It is the 2nd of December. This is the first This is the first po- uh, podcast of uh, December. And it looks like we may have gotten removed from Facebook, which is great. Oh, no. Let's go ahead and kill that music. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys. Um, this is Frank. I want to go over the ways that you can listen to us. Uh, the first way that we like to have you guys listen to us is Facebook. However, um, we would like to uh, let you know that you could also listen to us on um, YouTube. We've got Twitch TV podcast, and then we got Twitter. Uh, what was it? Twitter.com slash superballspod. So there is that too. Um, let's take a look here. We're going to try and restart here on the old Facebook. Damn, that happened pretty fast, though, didn't it? Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like maybe it's the popularity of the song, because usually I play, like, songs that are more obscure. Yeah. Oh, look at that. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, hey, listen, we're going to go ahead and... Uh, we're blocked in Bolivia. <laughs> I never liked Bolivia anyway. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for everyone listening here, um, you can actually listen to us. Um, let's go ahead and we'll restart the stream here really quick. I think we should do that. Let's do that. Give me one, give us one second, everybody. One second. Okay, let's restart. All right. And it appears we are back, everybody. Time. Uh, we'd like to get right into it. We don't have Jeff here tonight. He couldn't be here tonight. 
we actually had um, a couple of guests. As if you're a subscriber to the Facebook page, you know that we had a couple of guests, including Ryan. But we had another guest that actually couldn't make it either. Um, and with that said, um, we are going to try and have everyone on next week plus an additional guest. So go ahead and look out for that because that's going to be. I, I hope that's going to be good. We're going to have a full house. Every mic taken. Yeah, I think the other guests don't like me for some mysterious nah, reason. Nah, I think it's me. I mean, it's like they'll agree, and then it's like, oh, it's my cat's birthday last minute. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, i I think we're good. I think we're good to go on Facebook. I think the people that were watching were booted. However, so if you are, <laughs> if you are on Facebook, go ahead and uh, come back. Come come back to us. Anyway, um, I am going to put some music on because I don't think we're going to get uh, banned again. I hope not. Well, we could always restart. Anyway, Ryan, what is the first topic that you'd like to uh, talk about here? Um, probably something that we were just discussing before this. Uh, what was your dumbest purchase of all time? Uh, you know, of all time recently. Yeah. You know, you you would think that because we just kind of talked about it that I would have something on deck ready to go <laughs> for my dumbest purchase. I, I've actually had a few, and I would like to say welcome to. Uh, unfinished plans here who just jumped right in who said we're so lucky we're so lucky to have ryan co-hosting the podcast tonight now i get to listen to this total art all night long if i were him i'd walk my fat ass into open or oncoming traffic would you like to rebuttal there ryan you don't have to i don't have to type anything out he's a listener i mean he called you fat i mean you don't know what ryan looks like but he's actually pretty in pretty good shape exactly no one cares about trolls so it's uh it's nothing. Yeah. Thank you for still being a fan, though, even if you want to disrespect people. Ooh, he took the uh, the humble route. That's nice. That's very, very nice. Uh, okay, so uh, most ridiculous purchase that I've ever made. I'm trying to think. I think uh, looking back to when I was a kid, one of the craziest, dumbest purchases I've ever made was uh, I remember getting a bunch of money for my birthday. And usually as a kid, I would save up for different things. Like, usually I'd save up for, like, toys or video games. But, like, this one particular year, I remember, like, I had a goal of a certain, like, amount of money. And then I surpassed it by, like, I don't know, like, $30, $40. My parents happened to be going to, like, Sam's Club. Yeah. And I bought this, like, huge industrial bag of Cheetos. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I ate it. It lasted a month. And, like, by the end of the month, like, I didn't want any more Cheetos after that. Like, that was it. Oh hey, look at here's something. Look at we had we have two people, not just unfinished plans. There's somebody else watching on the old Twitch or listening in on the old Twitch. So welcome, listener. We hope that uh, you're you're cooler than unfinished plans, who we don't really like that much because he's a troll. Exactly. Exactly. And we got somebody on YouTube. Welcome, YouTube listener. We'd like to uh, say thank you to you as well. And uh, let's see. Um, it's hard to see like if anybody's listening on. I think there's one person on Facebook, but. Uh, anyway, if you'd like to give us a call, the phone number there is on the screen. If you are listening, it is 312-600-5424. We will, we will talk about whatever you want to talk about. Uh, one thing before we get into it, or actually before I even get into that, I want to let people know how you can listen after the fact when we're published. Uh, Apple, iTunes, slash Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You could listen to us on Spotify. Uh, we usually publish the next day or two days after, aware if I'm... If I got a lot going on personally, it can be up to four or five days, but I never let another episode go before we publish the prior. So there's those avenues. And then um, 
one huge, huge thing I wanted to pub or, or plug here real quick, and uh, I think I might have ran it down by you, Ryan, but uh, anyone who's been on any one of our podcasts, I'm actually throwing a holiday podcast party here in the Chicago Loop hotel party. Ryan, if you'd like to uh, come on out, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a good time. I, I don't know who's all gonna show up yet. I've sent out the invites. I've invited. Uh, you know, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Sans the guests that we were going to have tonight that I haven't been on because they have to be on as a requirement. But I've definitely invited some OGs. I've invited John, who I started the podcast with. Uh, invited, like, Jackie. Uh, everyone can bring a guest. Uh, everyone. Um, yeah, just don't pass out in the hotel. Uh, no, I plan to. That's the, the, best, <laughs> the best part. It's going to be interesting. Um, we got our uh, office uh, Christmas party coming up. And then we got... Uh, we have this other party coming up too, like two weekends in a row. So this weekend, are you going on? Uh, you going to our office party? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I was trying to feign like I was disinterested, but yeah, I'm more than likely going. Yeah, they got really cheap on the uh, plus one there, but I don't want to talk about that on air. Yeah. Did you Did you hear about that? Um. Yeah, about the one for next week. Yeah, well, for Friday, it's already going to be Friday. It's going to be Friday. Yeah, it's the sixth. I thought it was the twelfth. Uh, no. I mean, I- well, anyway, listen. So we got the uh, <laughs> we got this this week. Uh, you know, my work department has our Christmas party, uh, and then next week, which is the Saturday's the fourteenth, Friday's the thirteenth. On the fourteenth is going to be this huge uh, holiday podcast party, and hopefully, people show up. If they don't show up, it's just going to be uh, it's going to be me. And the last I heard from Jeff, he's going to try and get out of some plans that he's got. So hopefully. He's able to get out of those plans, and we could we could throw it. Uh, I also invited Satan from a prior podcast. And uh, before we get into the first topic, I want to ask Ryan the same thing about bad purchases or like dumb purchases. But it uh, looks like we want to touch base with unfinished plans. Who says? So now we're just stealing from Reddit. Good <laughs> record numbers tonight, boys. I miss Jeff's hot pocket docket. Do you guys work at? Nakatomi Pizza. What's Nakatomi Pizza? No, I think that's Nakatomi Plaza. Oh, Plaza. My bad. <laughs> Everybody, I can't read. You're welcome. That's just a little slight stigmatism. Nothing else. All right. Perfect. I got a notification on my phone about Facebook. And uh, let me see. I don't know if we're. St- I don't know if it's actually blocked or not. I hope not. <laughs> Unfinished plans. Do me a favor. Check out Facebook and see if we're actually blocked. If you want to. If not, that's cool. Anyway, um, Ryan, do you want to answer the question about the most uh, bad purchase you've made? Uh, ooh, it, I have a multitude, unfortunately. Uh, I'll say the most embarrassing one. I damn near hassled my mother into getting me some jeans that were completely unnecessary. Uh, oh. <laughs> I need to hear about your jeans. Um basically they were just like they were a really nice pair like they were like black and gold however um since it was around the era of baggy pants and you know extravagance they had along the back of them i don't know why but it was like a mexican wrestler or like a luchador on the back of them yeah yeah i can't get into detail about it all i know is he spent a (laughs) hundred i got them i probably wore them for like three months and then i said fuck it and uh I just sold them to somebody for like 50. Wow, you resold pants? Yep. Man, you're living the dream. I don't think I could ever resell pants. I mean, I didn't want to, but the opportunity brought itself up, so I was like, why not? Yeah. Well, I mean, there you go. 
I would say, uh, I would say if, if you can do it, you should do it. Okay, I think we are live on Facebook, actually. Well, anyway, uh, with that said, I, I, I do want to say real quick on the, on the topic of pants that you don't need. Do you remember when it came out as being real stylish to wear, like, the really distressed pants that are, like, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's still... It's still kind of there. It's, yeah. it's still not completely out. I definitely see some people out on the street that, like, are, like, you see their whole leg. Yeah. <laughs> men. I, it's men especially, it's funny, but... Um, I remember going to Kohl's with the old, the old mom, and uh, while we we're at Kohl's, she ended up yelling at one of the clerks because... Uh, like they were selling these pants that had these these rips in them that were distressed, and she's like, "How do you want anybody to pay for these pants?" And I'm like, "You know, you can go to the section where they have like regular pants. You don't have to go to the trendy ripped ones." And she made it such a big deal. And like, you know, when you really think about it, if you yell at a clerk, you're not gonna change anything. Like the guy's just exactly. doing, this guy's just doing his job. So, ah, memories. <laughs> I mean, uh, mm, I will say, uh, as far as the pants and whatnot. I've been noticing a lot of people have been, you know, wearing capris. <laughs> really? Like men? Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. Especially with like with the distressed jeans and whatnot you brought up. Yeah. Even in the winter. I'm like, I don't know how you're pulling it off, but I mean whatever floats whatever floats a person's boat, I'm no one to judge. But yeah. uh I mean if you like it, I love it. Is this is this not my style? <laughs> Wow, man. You know what is really fascinating to me is like back when like it was in the 90s and I was like in grade school and stuff, the the sort of in fashion was like the real baggy jeans. Yeah. It's like in the 70s, it was like the bell bottoms. So just the bottoms were baggy. And then in the 90s, it was like the whole jean or the whole pants were baggy to the point where like it's falling down. And then now we're coming to a point where it's it got really tight. Now we're skinny jeans. And then like people are starting to sort of wrap the jeans around the ankle have you seen that yeah i can't do that i don't, I don't know why they do that i don't know I, I think it looks okay on some people but i don't know how much of that is trend and how much of that is actually you know it's looking good yeah <laughs> i mean i just hate how everybody damn near looks the exact same now like everybody has the same little accessory to match up with their stuff i'm like just be original yeah i mean that that's the message isn't it like as long as you're original like you know own your look and stuff so uh Anyway, I think one of the things we wanted to bring up tonight was uh, the old Disney Plus. Definitely. Oh, so I wanted to put out there that I do not currently have Disney Plus. Um, if you're a personal friend of mine on Facebook, which I don't think a lot of people are, I did put up a post saying that I would exchange sexual favors for Disney Plus access. <laughs> <laughs> but Ryan does have it, yeah? Yeah. Uh, Let's you hear know, a nice review from you. You know, just me being a big-ass kid. Uh, I jumped at the opportunity as soon as it presented itself. And, uh, yeah, I'll say I really haven't been disappointed yet. Like, um, they have the regular Disney Channel shows and whatnot. Even then, they have a lot of classic movies that I grew up watching that I haven't seen in damn near decades. Like, I think the first day I had it, I seen, like, they had the Black Cauldron. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, wow. I haven't seen that in forever. I I thought they only have that on VHS. (laughs) I didn't even think that was. Exactly. Like they have that, um, some old ones. Of course, Disney made sure they didn't bring up the racist stuff like Songs of the South. But wow, I, yeah, <laughs> we studied those in school. It was it's really amazing when you think about like what Disney used to get away with. Like, yeah, there's there's so much like that racism. Like even like uh, like World War Two movie like cartoons and stuff. It's like yeah. used to make fun of Hitler. Used to like make fun of Japan. Like it was it's pretty bad. 
Yeah, like growing up, I used to love the crows and Dumbo, but then I gained awareness. I was like, you motherfuckers. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> just, she's trying to get over oh, on me as a kid. Oh, man. Now you walk it. Now you watch it. And you realize like the jokes on you and you're like, come on, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Disney. Meanwhile, at the time they were making it, they're like, <laughs> <laughs> got him. <laughs> got him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm really happy to, to watch Disney plus. I feel like Disney's just becoming this huge juggernaut of a, of a company. Yeah. It's getting damn near close to, to having it just be too much, too much control. Yeah, uh, I mean, do you think we've ever had anything like this historically? Well, like something that, like a company that had too much control? Yeah, or is this like a company that's been like, they've damn near been uh, buying almost everything. It's like yeah. they almost have a monopoly. Some monopolies, yeah. So I think there I think there are two clear examples of monopolies that I can think of just off the top of my head. Number one is ComEd, yeah. which your company. Uh, they do not have, they have zero tolerance for competitors. In fact, they had to make a law to allow competitors, but the competitors have to, like the problem with Comet is they own all the equipment that would be used for like putting electricity into your house. Yeah. So the only way a third third party can actually even sell you electric is to use Comet's equipment, which Comet charges for. So on paper, the third party would have to pay Comet and then charge, which means that third party is always going to be selling electricity as a loss. Like they'll never make a profit. Quite literally, like mathematically, they can't. So that's kind of like how um, Microsoft is operating with this crossplay stuff, with like having to force uh, Xbox Live into implementation. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I haven't heard of that, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Microsoft has been really scummy like that with trying to be Monopoly too. Uh, the other example I could think of right off the bat is uh, Xfinity, Comcast. Like they're definitely, definitely Monopoly. Like they they push everyone out of town. They're they're just pieces of shit. Like I actually am in a place where I might. Be signing up for them again and i'm just really i really wish i could give somebody else my money for internet even if it was more i would pay more money yeah to, to have somebody that's not comcast you if you live in chicago you can have rcn but i unfortunately do not live in chicago unfinished plan says they're getting rich on paper which is a uh quote from wolf of wall street you're familiar yeah 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 so uh you know there's that those are just two monopolies i can think of off the top of my head but like they, they definitely exist Definitely. Disney is definitely getting to be a monopoly, but they still have their competition, which is nice. Yeah, but I will say just outside of all those, Disney has probably been the cockiest. Disney is very, very cocky, and it's funny because Disney will go out and buy brands that are inappropriate for what they want to do because they want to be a family company, but they'll go out and buy stuff like some of the Marvel stuff is inappropriate for like children right yeah example deadpool deadpool oh yeah prime example i and like i don't know if like like now i know disney technically is sharing with is it sony or is it fox it's fox uh yeah no i don't think they sharing them with them like they just bought them out outright as far as the media aspect. really since when uh yeah since like last year so like that little move with fox as far as like their media 20th century fox that's disney's property now wow fox just owns everything else like you know fox news and the what is something in Reddit? Yeah. What's the fastest way room of happy people turn sour you've witnessed? That's a good one. That is a good one. I, uh, I'm trying to think. I, I feel like I feel like I've had examples, but I can't. I, I think the, the example that comes to mind, at least, unfinished plan says this podcast. What a fucker! 
Anyway, uh, I would say that, you know, there's always that one family member at family gatherings that, like, they suck the energy out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Uh, my family hasn't, my immediate family really, we haven't had any gatherings for, like, the last, I don't know, like, 15 years or 20 years. But, like, other families that I've been a part of have definitely had gatherings. And all, there's always that family member that just comes in. People don't want to, like, look them in the eye, you know, like, <laughs> just drain the energy out of the room. Um, usually that person is, like, very hard to deal with or, like, maybe, like, I don't know, on drugs or something. But Yeah, or they did something that's unforgivable. Oh, yeah, they do something that's unforgivable. Oh, absolutely. It's like the whole family disowns them except for, like, the grandmother or the matriarch. And it's like, well, and then they, <laughs> shit, I have some I knew somebody in them. a family that, like, they celebrated. They're like, oh, I'm the black sheep. I'm the black sheep. I'm like, <laughs> you wouldn't have to be the black sheep if you just... Weren't the if you didn't like celebrate it and you just moved on from whatever they did wrong. Exactly. Like like I'm the black sheep. I'm like, you're not really you're a fucking pyromaniac. But if you <laughs> want to call yourself that, that's fine too. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Well there you go. How about you? You got any you got anything that comes to mind? Uh yeah. Uh I wouldn't necessarily say it was like a family event or anything, but I will say that one time uh, it was like a house party or whatever, and next thing you know, towards like the end of the night, mm-hmm. somebody just like came through and they just like passed out drunk in the middle of a kitchen with like their pants down. And I was like, what the fuck? And everyone, <laughs> and like almost mm-hmm. everyone's just like left. And I was like, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what can you really do at that point? <laughs> All right. We're going to, we're going to steal another topic from Reddit because uh, unfinished plans like said. He, oh, he goes, that was a great topic. What? I think I was at that party. Unfinished plans. I mean, that was probably you. I will hope not. It probably was unfinished plans, to be honest. Um, Let's take a look. Let's go. This topic is what's a cool website on the internet and what does it do? Let's open that up a little bit farther and say what is the coolest internet site or one of the most interesting that you've come across? Um, Recent ones? I'm not exactly sure. It could be any time. could be. Uh, I would say as far as this uh, precursor for like how the internet is now. Newgrounds was very groundbreaking. Yeah, I agree. Newgrounds was a it was, it was game changer. Yeah. And um, it was like another one. It was like a random like site generator. I forget exactly what it was, but it just went out of business like damn near two years ago. Probably like one of the better internet finds I've ever had. What do you mean site generator? Like, like um, I, I forget what the exact name of it was. It was like, say you go onto there. And they'll just have like a little refresh button, but like you'll pick your topics and it's kind of like Reddit, but it, but it was like, it will literally send you two sites. I worked on a extension for Safari a long time ago that would work with a website called stumble upon. That's exactly what it was. Okay. Yeah. So you, I think you might be thinking about stumble upon. Yeah, I, I was. All right. There you go. Looks like uh stumble upon was great. Um, let's take a look here. So, uh, in addition to that, I would say, like, for me, one of my favorite websites that I've ever come across was uh, there was a time when Burger King, and I want to say this was, like, back in 2004 or three, Burger King relaunched their chicken sandwich to be the Tender Crisp. Yeah, I remember, remember that. that. <laughs> and so they had this uh, commercial with this guy in a chicken suit, and he would just, like, be really, like, cocky and, like, walk around and do stuff. To coincide with that, Burger King actually launched a Macromedia Flash website called, or the the URL was subservientchicken.com. And they programmed this, uh, it was just a Flash 
player that would play different clips, but it would, it almost would seem like you're talking to somebody who's just standing in a room with a chicken suit, but you would give them commands and they programmed like, I don't know, like two or 300 things that you could tell the chicken to do. And he would do, it's like, ah, do jumping jacks or do push-ups or like, yeah, tell me a joke or, or whatever. And like the chicken would do it. I thought that was the coolest shit. I've actually tried to go back uh, to like the way back machine and try to access that. And like, it's never complete. <laughs> so I haven't been able to go back and do that, but uh, Burger King could bring that back. I, I personally, I'd, I'd really, really love it. Uh, yeah, I think that I think that I think that covers it for me. I, I, I don't really know. There's like a website called Live Plasma that was really good. It's really interesting about like discovering music. I wonder if that's still up. Let's let's take a look here, everybody. Let's take a look. Oh shit, still up. I don't know if this is it. What's a musical artist you like? Uh, Kendrick Lamar. Oh. oh ah, shit. that is it. It's still up. Look at this. Oh. Oh, so this is where people get like those charts and everything from? I don't know. I don't know how they build this, but like if I was using a real mouse, I'd be able to zoom in and you can kind of like navigate through different artists that are related. Yeah, it, similar it, to them. And as you can see here on this little web uh, it looks like the uh, website is liveplasma.com. If you look through this little web, like you can see how related different artists are. Which I'm actually really happy this is still maintained because this was first introduced to me in 2004. So this is like 15 years strong right here. The algorithm is surprisingly accurate, though. Yeah, it's really, really cool. I think it used to look different than this. this it used to look a lot more uh, bubbly. Anyway. Moving on, moving on. Let's let's take a look at uh, Unfinished Planes. He's got no updates. I think he fell asleep, which is great. <laughs> and uh, by the way, Jeff is supposed to be listening, and he might be calling in if he finds himself in a place where he can do so. Oh, what is that? What are the dumbest things you believe to be true as a child? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I can write a damn book about that. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think about like something really stupid. Uh, The apple seeds-like stuff. What do you mean? Well, I was so like, if you uh, swallow an apple seed, like it'll cause like an apple tree to grow inside you or some shit like that. I feel like there's a lot of stuff like that, where or it's just like lessons for kids, where it's like same thing with gum. Like, oh, you can't swallow gum. When realistically, I've read since then that gum is like anything else. Like it's like just food. Like if, if your body doesn't need the nutrients, it'll just pass it. Like yeah, like they're like, oh, it'll stay in your system for like seven years. I'm oh like, yeah, yeah, it'll stay in your like system could... for seven years. Yeah, it's like now that I'm older and more aware, I'm like, doesn't that sound like it could be an infection or something? Like, let me ask you this. Here's a curveball. Go one, ahead. One day when you're a father, are you ever gonna like make up stories like that to make your kids behave a certain oh, way? Oh, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> what what kind of things are you gonna uh, lie about? I, I can't wait to hear this. Uh, just probably just like innocent lies, like probably just tell my kid, oh, don't go out of the backyard or just don't go past the street. A monster will probably snatch you up or something like that. Oh, really? You're going to tell him about the, uh, the Bubba Yaga, the boogeyman? Oh, of course. Or, you know, probably the, uh, the Yetis and whatnot. Ah, yes. The Yetis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Unfinished Plans says in quotes, I'm a successful adult. What do you think he means by that? I mean, no one knows what it means, but it's provocative. Yeah. Ah, yes. You know, like, I, I really kind of wish that Unfinished Plans would just call in instead of being a troll. I wish they would, too. But, you know, the only thing about trolls is that they never show their faces. So yeah. what do you think? Would you uh, would you gauge uh, lies Jeff will tell his children or Ryan? 
<laughs> oh, I'm a successful adult. That's really mean. Oh, what do you think? Do you think unfinished plans, does that strike you as a lady or does it strike you as a gentleman? I mean, either or, they're irrelevant. Do you think a lady could be that trolly? Definitely. Really? What if it's the, what if it's, nah, I don't think it is. I was going to say, what if it's a guest we were supposed to have tonight? <laughs> we have a theory that I can tell you after the show, but we, we don't know for sure. All right, let's, let's scroll through the old uh, topics here. Let's see here. Ah, oh, want to do this one? Sure. <laughs> All right, you go first. What is a lesson in safety you learned the hard way? Uh, damn. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of it now. I will say that uh, riding a bike with loose chains, never do, never do oh, that. I used to do that. I have a nasty like scar on my calf as a representation of that, so I'm not going to do that. And don't use a ladder without anyone down to like hold you down. Wow, what happened there? Uh, I'm not going to go into too okay. much detail. Just know I had to use a ladder to climb on top of a house. Uh, I got on top of the house. As far as coming back down, had to wait a couple hours till someone <laughs> could uh, bring the ladder back up <laughs> since it fell off. As soon as I got oh, off of man. it. Oh, man. I remember I had this neighbor who gave me some advice. Uh, he said that if you're on a ladder and it starts to fall, don't jump off. Fall with the ladder because it's safer. I don't know if I believe or agree with that, though, because it seems like if you jump off last second, you'll be the least hurt. Mm, nah. Or I think they're looking at it more so from like, you know, the um, the gravity associated with the ladder and whatnot. Ah, yes. Science. <laughs> <laughs> I learned my lesson when I was a kid uh, running through the house. So when I was uh, four years old going on five, it was like maybe two months or three months before my, my fifth birthday. I was running through the house with my brother and my stepbrother. And we had uh, in the front of the, we were playing tag and in the, f the front door, it was like the front door and we didn't have a screen door. We had a storm door. You know what a storm door is? Yeah. Instead of the, for the listeners that don't know, uh, the difference is a screen door has a screen, you know, keep out the bugs, but let the fresh air in a storm door has glass, like a glass panel instead of the screen. So we were playing tag in the house. And my stepbrother pulled this move because he was a lot older and faster. He was like a freshman and I was like, I don't know, like second grade. He pulled this move where like he ran out the front door, but he like closed it behind him. Did you ever, play, did you ever do that move yeah. and tag? <laughs> <laughs> so he did that and I went for the handle and I missed the handle. I went through the glass door. Shit. Rolled around in glass outside of the door. And I remember like yesterday, um, I started screaming really loud. And my mom came by like a minute or two later. Like my, my stepbrother was like, oh, he's hurt. I'm going to walk away. I'm going to go get lost, which he did. <laughs> then, then my actual brother was like trying to help me, but he didn't know what to do. I was like bleeding from like underneath my eye, like my cheek, like right yeah. here. It was like bleeding down there. Uh, and I had a cut on my stomach that was like right, uh, like kind of like where your ribs come together, like the bottom part. Mm -hmm. That was bleeding down on my stomach. And like initially that looked like it was the only... Thing that was wrong and then my mom was checking up on me she's like oh you're okay you're okay and she was very angry at everyone including me and then i like felt like my arm was bleeding because i felt the blood sort of like sink into my like you feel like your sleeve is wet yeah like, i didn't really feel my arm too much but i felt like my sleeve was wet 
And I'm like, oh, can you check my arm? I think my arm is bleeding. She looked, dude. My whole arm, it was split where she could see through to the bone. <laughs> Shit. And, like, all my muscles were just torn up. Like, the glass, if it wouldn't have been for my bone, like, my, I would have lost my arm. Like, that, the glass cut all around my arm. Because I think my arm caught on the door as I, I left. So, uh, it's interesting when I talked to my mom about this story today. Because she she doesn't remember the correct version, but I did like she instead of waiting for an ambulance and for me to die because I was bleeding a lot. Yeah, you know you lose an arm, you're gonna like bleed out. So I was like bleeding out. Uh, she did do a tourniquet. Um, I did almost die in the car on the way to the hospital, but I did I and I did fall asleep. And like they they tried to wake me up when I got to the hospital, and luckily I did wake up just barely. And they did emergency surgery, and I was fine. But like when I Tell the story like when I talked to the, about my mom or when I talked to my mom about the story, she was like, oh, yeah, you weren't bleeding out. But she will also not <laughs> deny that she saw my bone and stuff. So one of the things about me is like I've, I used to have this scar that stretched all around my left arm. Yeah. Like around my bicep. And I remember coming out of that. My, the doctor was like, hey, listen, he's like, did you ever want to be a bodybuilder? I'm like, no. <laughs> he's like, oh, well, then you're in luck because you're never going to be able to grow your left arm muscles the way that your right arm muscles can grow. So I was like, oh, perfect. Uh, he's like, okay, I, I mean, I don't know how you just lead that into being a bodybuilder, but yeah, thanks for the info. Well, yeah, I mean, he didn't want me to, like, try to be a bodybuilder, and then, like, I'm trying to work out my left arm as I'm older, and, like, it's just not working out. Yeah. So, I don't know, I was really lucky, but, like, that was probably a lesson in safety, because they're always like, hey, don't run in the house. Like, that was my lesson. <laughs> and I was such a, when I was a little kid, I was such a fucking troublemaker. I wouldn't even get into it, but. Oh, Another one. Uh, I will say when I was little, I was damn near like the um, dude from Problem Child. I could be sweet as pie as long as you didn't know me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no lesson it. in safety. Uh, if an alligator isn't looking, that doesn't mean it's fake. And don't pull his tail. I used to do shit like that all the time. We had this. Uh, we had a beehive out in front of the front bushes. Yeah. And my parents were like, oh, don't fuck with that beehive. Like, stay away from it. And I remember getting stung like three times because I used to like <laughs> take shit and toys from off the porch and just throw bricks at it. I threw a softball at it. Perfect. Got the softball, threw the softball at it. And the thing was the size of like the hive itself was the size of a basketball. Yeah. To put it in perspective. And it was like the shape of a spin top. And I, I threw this softball at it and it caved in like it went inside of it. There's a big hole and all the all the wasps went nuts. I, I think there were wasps and they went nuts. I ran inside, and then when my parents came home, I told them about it. And again, they lectured me. They're like, "Don't throw stuff at it. Don't you know? Don't molest the the, the hive." And my parents went out there and like, "Wow, you you actually really made a big hole in it." And my parents got to talking about how they should actually remove it because my parents were actually going to get it professionally removed. Yeah. And uh, my parents got to talking, and like my mom was like, "Well, if if you know if Frankie can throw the ball at it and like almost crash it down, then maybe you could just take some." You know, clippers and just clip it down. My dad was afraid, but he, so he didn't do anything. So they kind of tabled the topic for the night, and then the next morning it was a Saturday morning because it happened on Friday afternoon. Saturday morning came around. We all went out to check out that beehive, and would you believe they rebuilt it over the <laughs> softball, and it was perfect. I don't. I don't actually remember how we ended up tearing down that uh, hive, but. It eventually got torn down. Yeah, you nice. had some uh, Futurama bees. I didn't. I don't in know. your uh, yard. 
I don't know Futurama beats. What are that? What is that? Oh, oh, I'm sorry about the pop culture reference that you don't get. <laughs> but uh, oh, another one. Don't try to force feed ducks. <laughs> you mean like frog raw? That's geese. That's a goose, right? No, they're ducks. Uh, oh. yeah. Went to Brookfield. You know, like during the little um around like their cafe, they just have ducks walking around. Me being as ignorant as possible, I tried to force feed a family of ducks fries. How do you fort like do you like grab them by the neck? What did you do? No. So like <laughs> at first I was just like throwing fries on the ground, but they weren't receptive of it. So I was like, you're just not going to not take my fries that I could have just ate. <laughs> so, you know, I was following them around. I just kept doing them like you're going to eat one of these eventually. But, you know, they were like ducklings. Yeah. So after like, I think three, five minutes. I just hear a loud ass quack. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look, <laughs> and it was just like the mama duck. And then as soon as they heard her, they just turned to me. They was like, okay, that's our goal to like chase after you. So, oh, they chased after you? Yeah. How so old were you? I was probably like between three and five. Oh, guaranteed. okay. But yeah, uh, that was the first and only time I've ever had a family of ducks chase me around anywhere. <laughs> ah, the zoo. I like the zoo. What zoo was that? Was that Brookfield? Yeah. Nice. I would say Lincoln Park, but you know they're too poor. Yeah, you know I. You know what I do like about Brookfield? I don't think Lincoln Park has this, but did you ever go to that machine where you like put like fifty cents in and it makes you that hollow wax animal? Yeah, those are pretty cool. Like you get a tiger, you get like a mammoth. Yeah, do they still have that? I think so. I hope so. Like I definitely know they have a machine that will press a penny out into like something really thin. For some reason, I don't know why somebody would want to do that. Yeah. Give me your money, and then I'll give you back something that isn't currency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of zoos, I think they're about to go down the same route as, like, circus animals. Really? But I think it's it's going to get to the point where, like, they damn near have to be digital. Or the, at least I believe so. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't know that zoos are cited for cruelty, which is why the circus went out. Are they, like, cruelty animals? Uh, I mean, well... If not zoos and like you know little amusement parks that house them, like you know for example, oh, you mean Sea like World, petting zoos and stuff. Yeah, or Sea World yeah. has been on the shit list for everybody for a long time. Exactly, but uh, even in like you know, it's I'm noticing that a lot of people are more so trying to put animals within their natural habitats. Yeah, and trying to like house them. So I think just with that zoo, uh, considering places like Chicago and now where we have a lot of animals that can't survive in a cold, I think they're probably just gonna start migrating to like just keeping them within a more natural. Uh, habitat and also since stuff like tigers are damn near extinct they might just want to show them what they look like instead of actually showing the yeah, actual see. animal are there any animals in chicago that you know of that like they shouldn't be able to survive winter but they do because we got some tough winters camels camels there's camels outside like are you talking about in the zoo in the zoo uh like at lincoln park they have camels but it's like they have the most depressed the, Depressing camels I've ever seen. <laughs> well, now I think about it, I don't think I've ever seen a happy camel. <laughs> I mean, I haven't either, but it's like I've at least seen camels with like both of their humps upright. Like at Lincoln Park, you'll see a camel, and it's like, you know, it's like damn near a crackhead camel. Like mm. they'll just walk around with a lump, just sagging to the side, and it's just like, mm, I'm oh, just here to sucks. be here. I will, I do know that in the desert, they have really, really hot days, you know, so the camels can definitely account for that. But I know in the desert also it gets really, really cold, too. Yeah. So they're probably used to the cold, although I don't think Chicago winter cold is good for them. Mm, I mean, well, yeah, considering the weather. I feel really bad about the polar bears. Tonight. Like, it's a real problem. Somebody told me there's like less than 30,000 in the world. 
Yeah, and then uh, what just happened in Australia? Koalas are functionally becoming extinct now. You know what? I don't feel as bad for them because they are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody thinks they're so cute, but they're like very big jerks. And then again, like, like, oh, I think Unfinished Plants said something here. No, he didn't. Okay, cool. Anyway, uh, <laughs> koalas, I don't know. Koalas are like scary and they're mean and I don't. I don't feel like I feel as bad if something were to happen to koalas, but I mean, I would feel bad. But when you really think about it, like, do you feel bad for the dodo that's extinct? Yeah, exactly. I, I don't just, feel bad. Eh. I mean, I, it's not like I can't go off of like my personal experience with a dodo. So, unfinished plan says I was hanging back, letting all your other listeners get a chance to call in. Oh, that's so nice from your lonely that's... living room that you always tune in from. But anyways, <laughs> back to our topics that we were talking yeah, about definitely. um yeah it, yeah it's a lot it's honestly a lot of asshole animals that like if chihuahuas went insane i wouldn't lose sleep. let's talk about asshole animals <laughs> let's make, let's make a list here number one chihuahuas chihuahuas are the most asshole animals yeah definitely by far mm, yeah they're, they're i'm trying to think if there's anything any animals are more of a-holes than chihuahuas geese are assholes Definitely. The, the, these Canada geese, the Canadian geese we got over here. It's really funny because I know for a fact they're endangered, but they're the ballsiest, dumbest animals. <laughs> True story. Hey, I want to hear a story about my uh, my best friend. So one day, like, I'm talking to my best friend because he's stuck. He's on his commute home. Yeah. And he's, he's driving down Route 59, which is out here in the suburbs. And he was stuck in traffic. And we're, I'm talking to him for like an hour because it's standstill. He was come, I think he was coming home from work. Wouldn't you know it, one of these fucking geese flew into like a big power thing, like a big transformer and got fried. <laughs> and that's why he was late. That's why he was late coming home from work. Oh, man, that's such a hilarious story. Because it's like everybody stops and slows down to look at the fucking goose that got fried. It's, <laughs> it's so stupid. I don't know why it's so funny to me. I think it's because, again, because it's like they're jerks, right? So, okay, we got chihuahuas. Yeah. We got geese. Uh, geese. Monkeys to an extent. Monkeys? To an extent. To an extent. Hey, kangaroos. Did you, yeah. wa- did you watch that video of the kangaroo trying to kill that dog and the owner punched the kangaroo in the face? Yeah. Did you see the uh, other video where the dude had, like, he had paragliding into, like, a kangaroo theme? The kangaroo looked innocent, but as soon as he came up to him, he tried to choke him out. The kangaroo <laughs> tried to choke the guy out or the guy tried to choke the no, kangaroo? No, the kangaroo tried to choke him out. I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Gotti! Gotti! <laughs> oh, that's such a good drop. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, just growing up, even just seeing shit like Winnie and uh, Winnie Pooh with Kang and Rue, I would have never thought they were so mean. No, me neither. Like, they're, they're, they're kind of built up to be sweet and cute. They're really kind of disgusting. I remember when I was in eighth grade, I had this teacher, uh, Indian Trail High, his name was Mr. Bennett. He showed us this video about, like, kangaroos having babies it's like the most gross shit what why <laughs> it's the grossest shit there's like a migration when they're like a fetus there's like a migration from their like private parts all the way up into the pouch which by the way inside the pouch is not is it's not like the inside of a pillowcase it's like really gross in there too i don't even want to talk yeah about like it. it's like ugh, like what, so gross. what's a kangaroo skincare routine <laughs> or something. all right so we got chihuahuas koalas kangaroos i'd also like to put squirrels on that list definitely squirrels I, I've done a lot of growing of plants and spices and stuff. Dude, squirrels destroy everything. 
And it was really funny. I remember one year I had like a huge problem with squirrels and I had to like put chicken wire around all my stuff. I remember like I was talking to my mom who was saying how like they're so cute. And my mom had like a, like a squirrel like she would feed. And the squirrel, I mean, the squirrels are rodents. They'll like come up to you and try and take whatever food they can. They're scavengers, yeah. right? So my mom had the squirrel she would feed. And like the squirrel was clearly pregnant. Like it was really big. And it was like the springtime. It's like, oh, the mom is pregnant. And then soon enough, the mom gave birth. And then my mom is feeding three squirrels, right? And then my mom found the two baby squirrels dead, like here and there, like over the course of a couple of weeks. And I think it was only a thing of like, you know, not all the young survive kind of thing. Like it's just they died because they just weren't fit enough to take care of themselves. Yeah. So then my mom would like talk to the mom squirrel like, oh, it's okay. You just have more babies, whatever. Just don't eat them. <laughs> so then I remember. So that happened in the spring because like I, I think animals tend to have babies in the spring because yeah. it's getting warm. And like my my family has this pool. And like once it started getting hot outside, my mom was like, oh, we should clean out the pool. And so we can have the pool. So like I came over because I didn't live at home anymore. But like I came over. I'm like, oh. Well, I know what happened to your mama squirrel, and I haven't seen her in a couple days. Like, mama squirrel drowned in the pool. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's—I don't know why I'm laughing at that. Like, it's—it's <laughs> it's one of those like it's funny by coincidence, not because of the actual. Well, no, action. it's because like, I—I I was at war with all these animals that were eating my plants. Like, it's like squirrels, rabbits. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, those were the biggest offenders. But like, there was like little. Uh, like prairie dogs, like chipmunks. Yeah, they come, they come up and eat everything. Like I, had, I was growing some uh, pumpkins and some watermelon. Like they'll just eat the leaves, and like the, they need the leaves to survive. So it's just like it's wasting your time. So I remember I was at war with him, and so I, I guess that's why I found it funny when they the thing was dead. Man, I feel really bad now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I appreciate your mother being like the squirrels, like PTSD or postpartum Squir- depression. Like counselor or something like that. If you remember the movie Home Alone 2 with the pigeon lady, that was my mom for squirrels. <laughs> Speaking of pigeons, would you consider pigeons assholes? Yeah, pigeons are dicks. I'm not going Wow, to really? Fight. Yeah, I hate pigeons. I always considered them to be kind of neutral, but what would you what would you say? Or, no, 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 no. I got that wrong. Seagulls are dicks. Oh, yeah, I'll agree with you. Seagulls are definitely dicks. Pigeons are basically just like people with wings. <laughs> People with wigs, basically. Oh man! Like especially. Well, like listen, I can respect the pigeon. Yeah, I can respect the pigeon that's just trying to get a bite to eat. You know what I mean? Yeah, they won't bother you. You can tell them to fuck off, and they'll and they'll like fly away. Yeah, seagulls will harass you though. Exactly. Seagulls want you for your food, and and they don't give a <laughs> they don't care. They'll attack you. They'll intimidate you. They'll steal shit right out of your hand. Exactly. I've seen it happen. Oh man, I agree with you there. And then they'll steal from each other. Like it's like, how do you work together to get the food, and then you're still <laughs> selfish with it? Uh, yeah, man, you're right. There are are a lot of asshole animals. <laughs> exactly. <What> the fuck. <laughs> I will also say we, we're gonna ch- we're gonna change up this playlist so we don't get a copyright strike. Because we've repeated. I will say that another asshole animal that I know, bulls. And I remember, mm-hmm. I remember watching. Uh, there's a really cool documentary for every, anyone or everyone to watch. Uh, Johnny Knoxville discusses his uh, career and when he gets hurt and all these injuries he's had. Yeah. In that documentary, he's talking about bulls specifically, and he says that bulls are not affected by the color red. What they are affected by is movement, and they just want to kill anything that moves. Yeah. 
That's why it falls on the list for me, and I believe it. Because if you look at that footage, dude, they'll try to kill you. They'll gore you to try to kill you. They're not yeah. trying to, like, be friendly and play. Like, mm-hmm. I know, like, sometimes when, like, dogs play or cats, like, they'll bite each other because that's how they play. Bulls are out to kill. So I would say asshole animal bulls. Yeah, and uh, crocodiles. Just from what I've read about, like, their survival of the fittest tactics. Yeah. Yeah, crocodiles are definitely assholes. Crocodiles are assholes. Snapping turtles are assholes. Turtles are a little bit assholes. Well, specifically snapping turtles are really, really aggressive. I have a a couple of cousins, and uh, my my cousin Mark, who doesn't listen to the show, but my cousin Mark had a snapping turtle called Toka, named after the Ninja Turtle snapping turtle. Yeah. And it was so big and aggressive at some point that they actually had to get rid of it because it was so aggressive. They they were worried people were getting hurt at the house. (laughs) So they had to get rid of that fucking turtle. But, like, okay. Definitely assholes from in my book. Ferrets too. I had two ferrets in my possession. They're definitely assholes. How how loose are we defining animals? Insects count as animals? Uh yeah. A little. Alright. Asshole animal? Mosquitoes. If By all, far. Dude, if all the mosquitoes died, I'd be so happy. They are so invasive in my personal space. I hate it. I think I think mosquitoes are responsible for more deaths than anything that's ever happened on this planet. You sure? Well, probably uh, outside of like the bubonic plague, when you know there was filthy Europeans, but <laughs> rats too. Now that we brought it up. Oh yeah, rats are assholes. Let's, let's look up. Everybody, turns out I don't know how to spell the word mosquito. <laughs> Man. Yeah, but mosquitoes, I hate them because it's like every year they're like, oh. It's a, it's a disease that can kill you within three days from getting contracted by a mosquito. And I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to know which mosquito to look out for? They all look the same, and they all bite me without me knowing. Right, right. All right, so you got mosquitoes, crocodiles. What else you got? Wasps? Mm, yeah. I mean, bees are nice, but wasps are just assholes. Hornets, same thing. Yeah, especially when they um, create a nest by your stuff. I had to deal with a wasp nest outside of my dorm room. In uh, Texas, that was the most terrifying shit in the world. I had a I had a wasp that, uh, or I had a few wasps that built a nest inside of the door of my truck. So like where the <laughs> where the drivers are, where you close it. And I have an old shitty truck. Don't get me wrong, but like, this happened a few years ago. Where like they built that honeycomb nest. It's like a yeah. big, it's like a big waffle looking thing. Mm-hmm. And like I remember, I would get in the car, not even think about it. I'd get in, and then there'd always be like one or two wasps in the truck. I'd have to like open all the windows and then try and like shoo it out. And then right when I think I'd get them out, like two more would enter. I'm like, where the like? I thought I got these guys out of here. And it starts to drive me really nuts because like I thought it was the same two, but no, they just kept like hatching and like flying in the car from their nest until I found it, and then I and then I knocked it out. Oh, okay. Which for wasps, it's not it's not the hardest thing. You just kind of give it a double tap and then yeah, kill with spray. Yeah. Uh, flies too. Oh, dude, flies are the worst. Horse flies, house flies, fruit flies. I hate them. Oh, I hate them all. Fuck. I hate fruit flies so much, man. There was a time when, um, maybe like a few years ago, like maybe 2015, uh, I was moving with my folks. I had just gone through like a like a like end of 2014. I I had gone through like the biggest breakup of my life, and I. I moved back in with my folks for a couple of months, but they were losing their house. And as a result, my family 
my family was not prepared to like lose the house. So like they didn't have another place lined up. So for like, I want to say like three months, we lived at a hotel where I had my own room and like my parents shared a room. Mm-hmm. It was so bad because like the hotel was like, it used to be a uh, Ramada, but like some independent, I don't know, business guy bought it out and renamed it the Armada. And it was such a rundown piece of crap. Like I remember going to work, like I never had food in my room, but I remember going to work, coming back. And then one day, like, you know, like the drain has that little thing you push and then like the drain comes up and you pour water down there and like you, whatever. Yeah. I did that one day and I opened up the drain and like 50 fruit flies came out. Oh, that's and they, disgusting. And what happened was, because I talked about it with a few people, the the septic tank, which is where all the dirty water goes, had an outbreak of fruit flies within the tank. So there's maybe like a million fruit flies in the septic tank underground and they're all looking for a way to get out. So they follow the oxygen. So they were coming up through my sink and like everybody's sink in the hotel. They were really bad. You want to be grossed out, man. It was so gross. So there was that. I, I could go on and on about how that hotel was a horrible experience, but um, I'm sorry you had to deal with that. Yeah. So I mean, there was that. There was like the hotel would say like you get free breakfast, but like I want to say the first couple days we were there, they had like sausage and just potatoes. Exactly. And that wasn't like bread. But then they had the fruit fry problem. So the fruit flies were all over everything, and then like. I want to say for like two out of the three months, all they had is bread and potatoes. And it's like, that's not breakfast yeah. at all. Like that's, that's fucking rations. That's not breakfast. Yeah, and I remember my mom like went up to complain like, hey, we're paying to like be here. Where's the breakfast? And the guy was just like, well, it costs money. It's like, yeah, no shit, but you're promising it. Exactly. So there was that. And then what else went wrong in that fucking place? There was so much like the water in the bathtub and the shower was not hot. So like I would take cold showers to go to work, which sucked. You don't appreciate a hot shower until you don't have one. I tell you what, who would become yeah. my girlfriend? So there's that. that, and then I remember like um, I was going out with a girl, and, and we'd go out on dates, but we wouldn't like we wouldn't spend time at the hotel ever, right? Because I'm like that's pretty not classy. But I remember there was a few times when she'd come to visit me. We would hang out like outside of the hotel, and then we would say goodbye, and she'd like leave. And I remember the clerk at the front desk, like this teenage girl, would be like, "Ah, oh, you hadn't kissed, you didn't kiss her yet." And I'm like, "What the fuck? Like, <laughs> it's not your business." Like, I don't know, such a such a crap hotel. I would not recommend that hotel to anybody. Although there are some nice hotels out there. Are they still in business? Yeah, yeah. I pass by there every so also every so often. They're on North Avenue and like North Avenue and like Glen Ellen Road. If you're familiar with the suburbs, but they're on North Avenue. It's pretty pretty horrible. It sounds horrible. It was it was horrible. But uh, podcast party that we're having is not at a horrible hotel. It's gonna be at the uh, Hyatt downtown here. It's gonna be really nice. I got a room. We're going we're gonna to go full speed. We're going to have anyone who's been on a podcast is invited. Plus a few more people that I have to invite. I didn't even lock in that date until like today. So I'm sure some people don't even know about it yet. <laughs> <laughs> if you, You're welcome to come, man. I'll bring some eggnog and some whiskey and you can get crazy. If not, that's cool, too. I mean, you know, I'll probably bring something. I'm not going to mention it on air, but, you know, probably bring something. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, all right, guys. What else? You want? You want to jump into another couple topics here? We got some time. Ah, uh, yeah. Fuck it. Why not? All right. Let's scroll down. Can't do that one. <laughs> 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 oh man. Let's see. That's 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 a pretty good question, but I don't know what I would answer. Like, mm, yeah, I don't. Yeah. How about this? Because we're always talking about comics. You and I. What comic book? Let's let's make it let's open it up so people can relate a little bit more. 
What MCU characters? I know you like the MCU. What MCU character do you find yourself associating with more, with the most? Uh, like, I mean, I don't one of the heroes. Like, let's let's be honest. Like, I know. Uh, I don't want to sound redundant or like you know, sound like uh the regular smegular answer. But I will say, as far as what they've been through or like what they've experienced, probably Tony Stark. Yeah, I think a lot of people like to associate with Tony Stark. I I think it's really interesting to. When you compare his his role in the MCU versus comics, like yeah, in the comics, like he's he's a piece of shit a lot of the time, and I love that in the comics he's got like uh, you know he struggles with alcoholism and he's got all these, you know he he pretty much bangs everyone like he's got all this promiscuous sex going on and yeah he hates women and he he hates dumb people and he's really classist like the poor people like he's he's got a lot of like character flaws that we never got to see on screen. Um, and I remember too, like I was so upset because I was reading about how, if you remember in the first Iron Man movie, they really were not regulated by Disney because it was just Marvel. And yeah. so John Favreau wanted to make a really comic accurate Tony Stark and he would drink in almost every scene. Yeah. He drank at the party, uh, at the cocktail party that he crashed. It was his own party. He like tipped a hundred dollars and drank his martinis. He was drinking on the uh, Humvee where it got attacked you know, mm-hmm. he was drinking champagne he drank champagne again when he was demonstrating the Jericho missile. Like he was drinking throughout the whole movie because that's who Tony Stark is. Exactly. Right. And then that was like right after the first movie is when Disney bought him out. And then for Iron Man 2, I remember reading how they would not even let Tony Stark hold alcohol. Yeah. So they made a huge scene about him drinking like this uh, green juice. And the only scene that Disney allowed. Uh, Iron Man 2 to have is, is when he was drunk at the party they had the face off with War Machine. Yeah. Right? Like that was the only thing. Damn, now that you bring that up, uh, I think the only time he was probably like visibly drunk after one is probably like Endgame. Or was he even drunk he in there or was drunk. he just... He wasn't drunk. So like, it was like number two like Disney strongly suggested right after they bought Marvel. They're like, yeah, yeah we don't want you doing this. So they only had the one scene. Because I feel like they were going to play that up later on. Yeah. And they never could. Uh, so... While Tony Stark has a lot of character defects in the comic books, MCU Tony Stark is a lot better of a person. Like he really does grow, then he goes start to finish in, in the t- in the ten year time span. Yeah, in the well, comic- he's like, yeah, like it's like as far as cinema, like he's one of the perfect examples of like character development. Yeah, absolutely. And you figure like character development within the comics is almost never done, so he he remains a piece of shit kind of. <laughs> Uh, and you know, that's not bad. Like you can still relate. Like, honestly, like he's got all those character flaws because he, he shows humility and he is very relatable, which is why he's, he's very popular. Yeah. Um, my, my uncle loves Iron Man. He's like, he was a subscriber up until he was like in his fifties, I think, or maybe even still today. I don't know. Like it's, it's great. I think a lot of people like Marvel sets it up. So you kind of relate to Spider-Man a lot. Yeah. Like that's the everyday guy. Right. And, um, for me, I think in the MCU, the the hero I sort of parallel the most. Obviously, I, I'd want to parallel Tony Stark, but I don't think that I do for a few reasons. Um, I think the, the hero in the MCU that I parallel the most is probably Peter Quill. Not because he's attractive, <laughs> but from what he's come from. Like, he doesn't come from a good background. You know, he runs from things. Yeah. He's afraid to sh- like sh- like he's afraid to have a family in the first Guardians. He's afraid to share his pain. He's afraid to like have closure on stuff. 
he's always looking for like so like the second movie like he's looking for his dad you know he's looking for that type of closure and all along he had yondu right yeah so like he doesn't realize that until it's too late and i think for me personally and this is kind of getting a little deep and maybe too deep but one of the things that i have a mistake or one of the my character flaws in real life is like i tend to uh realize things too late yeah i have things really nice and i have a lot of things going for me and in the moment like i'm always looking for something better but then when when i lose stuff or like when i experience loss i'm like damn like i i had it a lot better than i do and that's sort of something that parallels with peter quill yeah i mean you know now that you said that like i can definitely agree because uh yeah a recurrent thing with him is just like you know he can have everything in the world that he's asked for, but he's still never satisfied. Yeah, there's that. There's that aspect of it. There's the aspect of, like, he sometimes chooses to be a thief where some other MCU characters will not do that. Yeah. Like, there's been times where, like, I, I've been on, I've done shit like that, you know? And, uh, you know, he, he again, he's, he's, the things that are relate to him on are the character flaws. It's not necessarily, like, the good stuff. Because he's got a lot of good flaws. He's got a lot of good qualities, too. Like, he's a good leader. He's great at planning. Uh, I don't know if you want to call it a good quality, but he's like an attractive, smooth operator. Yeah. I don't think I'm that. Although, I don't really have trouble with women. But, like, it's not to say that, like, I'm like Peter Quill. It's like sleeping with somebody and forgetting their name. You know, like, he does that shit. Um, But, yeah, man, I think uh, it's a very interesting thing. Because, like, I also relate to a lot of other heroes. Like, I definitely relate to the Hulk, you know? Yeah. Where it's like you feel like you got two sides to your personality. Well, you know, I wish I could turn into a green monster, but well, yeah. I mean, when you really think about it, the Hulk isn't necessarily about a monster. It's more about like you behave one way and then unbeknownst to yourself, you behave a different way. And then you have regrets about that other way that you've behaved. Right? Yeah. Like that's his whole thing. So I could definitely relate to that where it's like in the moment, I let my emotions get the better part of me because that's what happens is like he lets his anger get, you know, ahead of him. But, like, I've definitely had my emotions get the best of me. Like, I'll say something or do something that I regret later on. Yeah. You know? So, like, a big part of the Hulk is just, like, living with like, regrets and hoping that, like, whatever the behavior is doesn't repeat. But it, it, it inevitably does for him, right? And the Hulk is cool because the Hulk, like, Bruce Banner is, like, one of the smartest people in the MCU or even in the comics. Yeah. Right? So here you have this great person that everybody loves that can still... Let whatever it is get the best of them. So I could relate to that, you know. Uh, some heroes I definitely can't relate to. I definitely cannot relate to, like, Cyclops or Captain America. Yeah, and before you said that, I was just going to ask, like, who are your, who would it, uh, who are the heroes that you like the least? Or, like, who are your most hated heroes, I would say? Most hated? Um, I hate Cyclops. Are we talking about MCU or are we talking about comics or... I mean, we can go with MCU since we've already uh, been on that topic. I mean, I've I've never really liked Hawkeye. Yeah, I I haven't really liked the way that Quicksilver has been portrayed in the portrayed in the MCU. It's kind of a jag off. Yeah. Um. In the MCU, in and or the X Men movies have kind of well, nah. Quicksilver's a little bit him. of a nicer, decent, more decent guy in in the the Fox mute like the X Men movies. Yeah, but it's like they only use him for like a visual gag for like the little yeah. slow time shit. Oh yeah, that's cool. I mean I'm just saying like in Age of Ultron, which is really the only MCU movie he's been in, he's kind of a he's kinda of cocky and just kinda of whatever. He's a thief. Like he's kind of a piece of trash. Yeah. Which is fine, but they never really redeem him except for that last moment where he like jumps in front of some bullets. <laughs> um like, Generally I'm- I don't like Cyclops. And I know I'm going to get a lot of backdraft for this, but maybe that's what this podcast needs. But, like, I used to really like Deadpool. 
And I think Ryan Reynolds is perfect. But since he became so popular, like I like him less and less. Yeah. And like I hate to sound hipster about it too. Yeah, like it's like now I'm experiencing like a Deadpool fatigue. Like now everyone likes Deadpool. But it was like when <laughs> we were first talking about it, you weren't saying anything about him. Yeah, it's really, really it's really funny because like when I was growing up and I was like a little kid, I was like, I don't know, like fifth grade, sixth grade. That's when I just started collecting comics and getting into them. I had a neighbor who was really into Spawn, which is like totally not Marvel at all. Yeah. Right. Um, and I remember there's like he introduced me to Spawn. I really like Spawn. The movie Spawn had just come out, which was like looking back, maybe one of the worst movies of all time. However, mm, when it, you're a kid, Spawn has some redeeming qualities. Though. Spawn definitely had some redeeming qualities. For example, John Leguizamo, perfect clown. Yeah. I think the most unforgivable unforgivable parts of that were, A, they tried to shove too much into one movie. Yeah. And then, B, the CGI was just unforgivable. Yeah, the CGI, that, yeah the CGI devil was... I, I still can't forgive them for that. But the animated series on HBO, that kind of sort of redeemed it for me a little. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, so there's that. Um, so I remember, like, when I was a little kid, and again, I'm just discovering comics and the characters and stuff. Um I remember there was a time when Deadpool was going to be on one of the TV shows that I liked. And I remember seeing a commercial for it like on Saturday morning and then going on and like calling my neighbor at like 6 a.m. saying that like Spawn was going to be in like one of the Spider-Man shows or something like that. And then it turned out to be Deadpool. He's like, no, man, Deadpool is totally different from Spawn. But this is interesting how like (laughs) like they kind of look similar and then it ends up not being that. So like that's how I discovered Deadpool. Started reading about Deadpool. I was a Deadpool expert even before like X Men Origins came out. Yeah. Like I remember playing, there was a, there was an X Men game on like PC that I used to play. I don't remember what it was called. I could probably look it up. But like it was like Children of Adam or something like that. That was the arcade fighter. Touche. That was. Yeah. Um, there was another X Men. Let's, let's look this up real quick because I'm curious. There's so many damn X Men games that it came out. Yeah, you had a team of four. And it was the precursor to Ultimate Alliance. Oh, you're talking about X-Men Legends? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because I had X-Men Legends, but I had it on like the PS2. Yeah, it is X-Men Legends. Yeah, I love that game. So I remember when X-Men Legends came out and I was playing that, I think number two allowed you to play as Deadpool. And he was like, he was an unlockable character. And I remember back then... And I'd love to see what year that came out. But back then, I, I remember thinking two, to myself. Two, it came out in like 05, 04. Let's check this shit out. I'm really curious. Uh, 2004. Shit. Oh, no, no. 2005. My bad. S- September 2005. So I remember when this game came out, I was really excited that they let you play as Deadpool. Because yeah. I love Deadpool. And Deadpool at the time was so not in the spotlight. People didn't know who he was. And then I remember playing Ultimate Alliance number one, which was amazing. They had like Blade and Deadpool and all these like sort of like B-list characters that, yeah, you know, they never really got back to that after that. You know, like I remember playing Ultimate Alliance 2. They took Blade out. Like they had different versions of the game. So like you would have to play the GameCube version of the game to get Blade. And he was like so not even... What he was supposed to be. Like, he was totally different. So that was really disappointing. Oh, man, they took out Deadpool. Or, like, Deadpool was different. I just remember it being great. And I yeah. remember liking Deadpool before everyone. And now everywhere I turn around, you've got, like, the uh, the pop figures and Halloween costumes. And, like, 
I don't know, people who who are not comic book re- readers like it, and like for me, it just kind of sours me on it. Like, don't yeah. get me, again, don't get me wrong, I do enjoy the movies, I definitely do, and I just don't like them as much. Yeah, I will say uh, Marvel has some blame behind it too, because like even in the comics, uh, they're still writing. You know, one-off stories that still like growing his popularity, but it's like at the same time, it's like to a fault. Like yeah. that, um, Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. They've had like five variations of that, and I'm like, why do we need to? How yeah. is Deadpool killing all Deadpools? Like, and I, I love, don't need dude, to see and that. I love talking Deadpool to people who don't read the comics, because I remember like, who was I talking to? I don't think I was talking to you, but I was talking to somebody who was like a Deadpool fan, and like from the movie, yeah. it was like an MCU fan. And they're like, oh, man, I wish Deadpool could come into the MCU, but I don't know how that would happen. I'm like, there's a whole storyline. This was before Endgame. I'm like, there's a whole storyline where it was like him and Thanos and yeah. Mistress Death. Yeah, they were fighting over uh, Death's love. Yeah, they were. And that's why Deadpool's immortal, because it's a curse that Thanos put on him. Yeah. Right? And it's so funny, because you tell somebody that, and their mind is blown. And they're like, how come it's not like that in the MCU? And if you really watch the MCU and keep that in mind, the earliest, uh, the first Avengers movie mm-hmm. kind of alluded to the fact that Lady Death might be a character. At the end of the movie with the little teaser, uh, I forget what the name of that alien is that talks. It was like the one or something like that. Uh, Ronin? Or no, 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 no. no, no, no. You're ta- I'm talking about the servant that doesn't have the eyes, but he's got those three fingers. I know who Ronin you're Ronin kills about. him with the hammer. Yeah, no, I know who you're talking about. I forget his name, though. Anyway, that alien... Is talking about the invasion of Earth and how Loki had failed, and he's like, "Oh, the you know the humans on Earth are not as weak as we once supposed. To fight them is to court death herself, yeah. right?" And then Thanos just turns around. <laughs> it doesn't look anything like the final version of Thanos <laughs> in Endgame. Looks like the, like a big purple, <laughs> big purple CGI mess. It looks like Shrek but purple. It just gives a smile. But that was the the. The, op- the door that was left open for death to be a character, which is awesome. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that was missing from, like, the end game. They didn't have enough open doors for stuff. Yeah. But I will say, like, you know, since they had already had this plan, I don't think they really have enough room to really wiggle that in. But since they're coming out with, what is this, phase four? Yeah. Uh, of the MCU? Well, they're not going by phases anymore. Technically, it would be phase four, but like they're just because it's so popular and Disney's like, hey, just make them perpetually like they've just yeah. gotten rid of the phases and it's just going to be like a whatever. OK, I mean, Here, but, let, let, here's something I do want to talk to you about. Well, yeah, go on. Yeah, because I think uh, now they're making a movie solely based on like the Celestials and yeah. like their legend and whatnot. So they'll probably go. I think that filming starts in February. Seriously? OK. Yeah. Let's take a look here. Now. This is totally fucking fake. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I hope we get a good. I'm definitely excited for the uh, upcoming Doctor Strange movie, though. Yeah, that's that was going to be my question is like, which one of these upcoming projects are you most excited for? See, here's the Eternals release date is this next November, which is actually coming around quick. It's like less than a year already. You think about it. Shang-Chi, not not excited for it. Yeah, I'm yeah, not really. Multiverse of Madness with Doctor Strange is going to be one hell of a movie. Spider-Man 3, I'm looking forward to. Me too. You know, I didn't think I'd like Spider-Man 2, but, like, I, I loved it. It didn't look good on paper. And I love Spider-Man, but I, I ended up loving it. Thor, Love, and Thunder, I have my doubts. I mean, I think with Thor, they're, they're starting to, like, oversaturate the comedic aspect 
of it. Yes, now. he's definitely not a clown in the comics, and that's all he is in the movies. Let's see what else we got here. Guardians three. I'm interested to see how they're going to bring uh, Gamora back into the fold. Yeah, because she's not herself at Endgame. Like that's not Gamora per se. But that's yeah. going to be interesting. I mean, but you know, just back to your talk about Quinn and whatnot. I think that's they're probably just going to play off of that role. Like you know, he he probably feel regret for damn near failing her in well, the past or something like that. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, James Gunn, the director. He had a lot of controversy that we could talk about real quick, but so James Gunn wrote the script. The only thing that they said about the script early on is that it's going to have a female-centric character. Now, I think you and I touched on this last podcast that we talked, but I don't think Mantis is a strong enough character to lead the Guardians movie. It's got to be Gamora, which would make sense because they've got a lot of resolution they have to do with her. Yeah. So if you didn't know, James Gunn is a person who... Do you know what happened with him or no? Yeah. So uh, I think Disney had like canned him because they found out like, you know, after the Me Too movement or whatnot, they found old tweets of his that were like jokes, but they were like super offensive. I read what they were. Did you did you see what they were? Yeah. I mean, but it was one of those like, yeah, it is like offensive. But at the same time, what like, did you see? Because the stuff I saw I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, I'm interested to had, see what you saw. It has something to do with kids and whatnot. Yeah. So. So, Just to give yeah. the listeners some perspective, if you don't know, there somebody out there who was not James Gunn <laughs> posted a lot of what they're calling art, like paintings, and they were and it was pedophilia art. Oh, pedophilia oh, porn. you're referring to that. Yeah. Oh. So there was pedophilia paintings, and there was one where like kids were getting abused and they were naked and stuff, and. I believe James Gunn like laughed it off or had a comment like ha 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 like something like no. that. So from what I read, um, they were actual tweets from his, not the paintings though, but he made like actual like tweet jokes about like you know just making light of you know, I think I if unless I'm mistaken like child rape and stuff like that. No, yeah, that's, that was it. But it was also, I mean, it was directed or it was like sort of it came like he was tweeting at those pictures because somebody was referencing those to him oh so, okay so basically what happened was disney found out even though those tweets were like 10 years old disney found out fired him and uh, guardians 3 the movie was on a hiatus like they didn't know what they were doing and yeah then, and then you had people like dave bautista who said he was going to quit the mcu if they didn't bring back dave, yeah like, like i think James the whole, Gunn. yeah i think the whole cast had talked about like quitting right well they they sort of See, here's the thing. It's such a touchy subject that I think a lot of the cast wanted to side with James Gunn, but they didn't want to side with his risky view and what he said. Yeah, or at which least is not publicly. Hard. Right, which is hard because you figure somebody like Dave Bautista, if he's going to side with James Gunn, he also has to, in a way, stand behind what was said over Twitter, which he wasn't doing. So it's a very tricky political maneuver. Yeah. So for a while, it was up in the air. And then I remember for a while, the internet petition... Taika Waititi to direct Guardians 3 and after a, like maybe three months of pressure he finally made a statement and was like I'm not going to direct that movie it would because it's not my movie he said like it would be like me coming into your house and saying this is how we make the sandwiches like it wouldn't work yeah although I think it would work eventually like there was no one that was going to do Guardians 3 and I think Disney kind of just got over it but they hired James Gunn back who's going to come back and do it yeah so, because I think, uh, yeah, before that or right after that, they DC have brought him in to uh, direct the new Suicide Squad, right? 
Yeah, they did. So he did. He dipped his toe in the DC stuff, <laughs> which isn't good. How do you feel about Black Panther two? Honestly, um, I didn't really. I didn't really think the first one deserved like all the praise that it did. I did feel like it was a lot of corniness within it, but um, I also feel like that because I feel like they were playing it safe with Black Panther two. I hope they bring in more villains and whatnot. Like I hope they show man ape to be yeah. what he's truly capable well, of. So they didn't do that because they're worried about the racial undertones with it. You know what I mean? I know, but you know, still it's like, you're already a company that had crows represented as black people. It's like, well, shit, we, we're yeah. about 80 years. Past and that's, that and that's like a, that's a big struggle that they have to sort of approach is like, how true to the comic are they going to be like the whole Tony Stark drinking thing? Like they don't want to, have drinking in, in these family movies. Yeah. Just like with this, they may not want to have racism in the, in the movies, but like, is it racism if that's what your content is being derived from? Yeah. So it's this dance and I'm with you. I would, I hope they have everything based off the original thing. Like it's supposed to be, but, um, the first black Panther movie, what I did like about it is I feel like there's a lot of people that could have sided with Michael B. Jordan's character and his thought process. Mm hmm. And at the end of the movie, he wasn't really rewarded for that, but he wasn't really punished either. He just happened to lose the fight in the end. Yeah. So. But I will say Killmonger was a little underdeveloped by, you know, him in the movie compared to the comics, two completely different people. Oh, yeah. In the comics, he's just an ongoing big threat. He's like the Joker to Batman. Like, he, yeah, he, he doesn't or, die like that. Or I'll probably say he's kind of like the, um, he's damn near like the Ra's al Ghul to his oh, Batman. Yeah. Oh, definitely. All right. Ant-Man 3. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass. I haven't even seen Ant Man one or two. Honestly, Ant Man is one of the more underrated franchises you think in the MCU. Go, think I should go out and watch it. Yeah, I mean, it, it might feel redundant due to like you know Thor and the Guardians of the Galaxy coming out. You know, being comedic based action films. But Ant Man, I love Paul Rudd as like Ant Man and whatnot in yeah, a lot I of the scenes. For me, I think it's just because I don't like Paul Rudd. <laughs> That's a different topic. We talked about that already. Yeah. We got Blade, which I'm excited for. I am too. We don't have any information on that really. Captain Marvel 2 actually did not get officially announced, but <laughs> it's here on this list. I didn't really care about the first Captain Marvel. I, I felt like it was overmarketed and overhyped. I didn't really feel it. Yeah. I just feel like she's really overpowered and. That's the thing. That's the thing about with like overpowered superheroes is like, how could you defeat him? How do you make the story interesting? That's one of the exactly. reasons I don't really don't like Superman that much is because like, oh, dude, this guy's invincible. Ah, we got a caller. Thank you for calling the Super Balls podcast. This is Frank. To whom do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Hello. Uh, I don't, we, I guess we can't hear the caller. That might have been unfinished plans. He had an unfinished idea for a know. call, I, I assume. Caller, we can't hear you, so I don't know. Call back, I guess. We're going to wrap it up here anyway shortly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, anyway, let's see what else we got. Let's see if we can finish up this. I guess that's the end of the list. I'm looking forward to the Fantastic Four, but I'm... I'm only looking forward to it until I hear what their plans are for like the story and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm tired of seeing Doom as a villain, and I'm not tired of seeing him as a villain, but I'm tired of them underdeveloping him as a villain. I would like to see him introduced in, in a very tasteful way. I feel the same way about like a Norman Osborn. Yeah, I think they got to do the Osborns right, man. They've been playing the Osborns dirty, even the William Defoe Osborn. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. All right. Well, listen, we got to pretty much kind of start closing it up here. So uh, do you have any, like, uh, final thoughts or anything like that? Uh, just based on what we were talking about? Anything. Uh, I mean, it's it's the first week of December, first couple of days of December. Time's uh, flying. I mean, well, you know, with that being said, uh, just as my yearly recap, uh, I'm proud of what I've been able to achieve this year. Uh, I'm proud to have you as like a co-worker see your growth alongside me yeah. like within this company and uh yeah i just hope 2020 brings us new adventures and new experiences yeah it's really interesting with uh talking about being co-workers with uh, ryan here like i feel like him and i started in a similar place and then we just kind of took our own directions and one isn't better than the other or anything like that but like we've definitely both grown with our company which is something to be very very proud of and you know, I, I don't know, man. I really like that you and I have put the work in and it shows our progress and it shows that, you know, we've we've come so far. So I, I don't know about you, but I really do like coming to work and I like the people that I work with. And uh, hopefully, oh, shit. Look at YouTube. We got uh, Jeffy making some making some comments. Jeff likes to joke Jeffy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff is fucking late to the party and on YouTube of all places, it's uh, an avenue we really don't check. Well, I guess this is my fault. I should have been looking at this chat. But uh, I'm sorry, Jeff. I hope that uh, <laughs> I hope everything worked out with uh, where you needed to be tonight. So um, what I will say is um, go ahead. We're going to try and uh, get an episode ready to go next week next monday and then also we're gonna have an episode monday just a regular episode so we're talking monday what's monday's date uh what's that the ninth was it the ninth yeah because the start of the month happened yesterday so that should be the ninth yeah that would make sense because it's seven days away okay so monday the ninth we have an episode that hopefully we'll get ryan back on with our other two guests we were supposed to have and jeff and then the podcast holiday stream is going to happen on the 14th and that's going to run for a long time so yeah. what we're actually the plan is we're actually going to run this uh holiday party from like from the time any anyone and everyone can get there until who knows when so we should have a few shows and then we're going to actually publish those over the holidays instead of having to cast over like new years and christmas and stuff so uh, we're going to cover a lot of ground and uh, if you guys are interested in calling in, that would be a great time to do so. And outside of that, uh, I think we're I think we're pretty good to go. We had a, a lot of fun here talking tonight. We had a lot of fun talking to unfinished plans that fucking troll. Feel bad that we didn't get a chance to talk to Jeff, but uh, anyway. <laughs> well, you know, Jeff is always loved in spirit. So yeah, he he's with us in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, uh, we look forward to uh, talking to you again soon. And outside of that, this is the Super Balls podcast saying goodbye. All right, see y'all. See you guys.